What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, or you love Ernest, back again with another episode of the My Two Cents Podcast. This week's episode, as you can see, is it's a discussion-based one. Um, no review this week. Um, so, if you're looking forward to a review, sorry. Um, but I just felt that what I have to say here in this episode was far more important, um, you know, seeing as what happened with uh, Takeoff. I thought it was far more important to discuss that than it was to review an album. Um, but next week, as usual, as usual schedule, there will be an album review. So, yeah, there's that. Um... Before I get started, I want to say rest in peace to Takeoff. I, for those who know me or know my music taste, I'm not going to pretend like I am a Migos fan or listen to them, you know, avidly, right? There's a reason as to why you never heard me review an album or a song by the Migos, simply because I'm just not a fan of their music. But because of just because I'm not a fan of their music doesn't mean that I don't care about them as you know young black men or just black men in general care about them as people or don't you know think that this situation that happened with Takeoff is one that isn't a tragic one because it is you know I don't have to be a fan of somebody musically or whatever. Me to care about their life, you know, um, from afar, as someone who is familiar with the Migos, but not, you know, again, not familiar in the sense of listening to music, but just knowing who they are and all that. I saw three dudes who made their way, who who worked their way to the to the stardom that they. They are, um, that they have right now, you know, and take off being a part of that as well. And it's like, you got to respect it. You have to respect it. You know, you have to respect the grind, whether you are a fan of the music or not, you have to respect the grind and the influence as well, what they did. Um, I will say, you know, Migos, I don't know if they're going to continue on being a group. Um, but if they do or don't, I will say that they have been one of the more influential, influential, and I can't speak right now, but influential rap groups and in, in, in hip hop history. You know, again, you don't you don't have to be a fan, but to de- to deny their influence on a lot of other individual artists, they probably haven't influenced many artists to, you know, get into groups and do what they've done. But as far as just their style and what they brought to the game and what they're doing, you can't deny that influence. You know? Um, And aside all of that, again, it's just a tragic death to a young man. You know, a tragic death in general. So... Rest in peace, again, to take off, you know? Um, There is a couple of points I want to make in this episode. 
about this situation. Now, I did not watch the video pur purposely. I didn't watch the video. I don't understand why people feel the need to record things like that and then upload things like that. Um, and I honestly don't f understand why people feel the need to watch stuff like that. I have reasons in my head as to why people would do all three. But at the same time, none of those reasons are good enough reasons for me personally to want to record, want to upload, or want to watch. And when, when I say the video, I'm talking about the video of Takeoff getting shot, his body on the ground, and the commotion and all of that. I'm not, I'm not trying to watch that. I'm not trying to see that. So if anybody is like, well, I want you to share your thoughts on it. I'm not watching it. I don't care if you donate. <laughs> You're not going to. But if I don't care if someone donated and said, here, here's $5. Now, now share your thoughts about no. I'm simply going to take the $5 and say thanks. But I'm not doing this still. You know? But with that being said, again, the only... I, I want to bring up... Two points, two points in regards to um, the discussion here. And this is also going to be covered on the Earnest Thoughts podcast as well. I'm taking what I said here and, you know, doing one of those overlapping things that I've done in the past where I've taken a topic that I talked about on one podcast and pretty much put it on the other podcast because it's both relative. Like I said here, it's music-based discussions, and there's also just a societal aspect, life societal aspect of it as well, not just something in regards to the music. But with that being said, since I am recording this on the My Two Cents podcast, I'm going to start with the music-based point that I have to make before I get into the other point that I will be making in this episode. So the first point I want to make. Um, when this happened. When the news got out. There's a lot of people. A lot of people in the. Who. Partake in hip hop culture. Black culture in general. There's a lot of people. Who made comments about. Rap music. And how it glorifies. Glorifies violence. How they're sick of rap music because of the glorification of violence. Um, you know, things like this keep happening because, oh, it's blame the music, blame the music, right? And just other things, not just violence, but materialism and just other things as well. Because before we, before we even found out, uh, you know, what... We, I mean, when I say we, I mean myself and probably others as well, probably yourself as well. But the news when it first hit, it was takeoff got shot over a dice game. Like the news wasn't out, or the rumors weren't out about the the he pretty much being hit by a stray bullet, and it wasn't intended to hit him. That Quavo, another member, of, another member of the Migos, actually got into an argument with somebody, and thus that somebody may have been trying to hurt or attack Quavo 
But again, a stray bullet, stray bullets, if you know what you know what a stray bullet is, it hits the unintended target, right? But I, again, what we when we first heard about it, it was more so we heard the dice game aspect. So that's why I say materialism, because we heard it was a dice game and arguments happened and then boom. For those who are very familiar with how dice games can go, this is not nothing new, unfortunately, under the sun, if that was the indeed the case. But also for those who are familiar with how verbal altercations go down, they can also end up like this as well. Unfortunately, this is also nothing new under the sun. But to go based off the argument about blame the music, blame the music. I saw a couple of tweets. Again, I saw people saying they were done with rap music, this, that, and the third. I highly doubt it. I doubt everybody who claimed that they're just done with rap music and done with black culture or just that rap culture in general, if they're, that they're, they're done with it. I highly doubt that they are going to actually be done with it. For, for starters, a number of these people, Nick Young, you know, Swaggy P, and a number of these other individuals who may not be artists themselves. And I think Nick Young raps. So, yeah. But for those who may not, may or may not be rap artists themselves, a lot of the people that was doing the talking use hip hop slash black culture to gain a following. They got their following right now. Their their whole persona, their whole swag, their all of that. That's hip hop culture right there. They got that. They got the notoriety because of that. And for them to claim that they're going to give it up, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. I understand people say things when they're in an emotional state. Some people say things they don't necessarily mean or they're just saying the first thing that comes to mind, but it's not necessarily how they truly feel. I get that. So for those who may have made comments like that because they were in an emotional state, I would give them a bit of a pass. Just a bit. They're grown adults at the end of the day. And I, if anyone knows me, knows that I really don't make excuses for adults' actions. People think, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're so, there's two sides. People say I'm the most patient individual they know. And then there are others who are like, you're just, you just, you have zero faith in people. No patience, none of that. I expect adults to make adult decisions. If you're going to live the life as an adult, you're going to have to make adult decisions. And if you make an adult decision, even if you say something that you regret saying, I expect you to be an adult and say, hey, I didn't mean it this way. Or I was feeling a certain way at this time. And this is how I truly feel. Or I apologize for my statements or whatever the case is, if that is the actual truth. But I'm not going to coddle adults. For saying something they may have not meant at the time. Or may not truly mean. But in this situation again. I understand it's an emotional one. So I understand people speak emotionally. And when people speak emotionally. It's not always the best time for them to to convey how they truly feel about whatever. Right? 
But then there are those who, again, like I said, those who said that because, you know, they're anti-blackness. Yeah, I'm going there. Because their own anti-blackness. But they use, again, rap, hip-hop culture, black culture in general. They use that to gang the following that they have. And they're not going to give that up because especially their non-black fans are following them because of that. Because of that hip-hop swag. That swag you got from hip-hop. That style you got from hip-hop. Your whole persona that you got from hip-hop. What you going to do? Start talking about... Badminton and 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 green bean casseroles. Like you're not gonna start stop talking about black shit. You're not gonna stop being black. I'm saying all this in quotation marks, by the way. But you're not gonna stop doing all of that simply because you're feeling angry or sad or whatever. Because your fans are gonna be like this. <laughs> we don't like this new cornball you. So we're out. So you're not going to stop doing that. Another aspect in in regards to the whole music thing. Those who are saying they're done with rap of this, that, and the third. Y'all are dismissing an entire genre of music. Rap, hip-hop. Simply because you refuse to listen to hip-hop that isn't talking about violence that isn't talking about materialism there is tons tons of artists artists that i've been covering since 2017 since i started this pod podcast artists who don't speak about the very thing that you claim to be done about right reviews upon reviews i've had hundreds of reviews on here i can show you playlists my music playlist that i have on the music app that I use. Not saying their name because no free promotion over here. But I can show you the numerous of artists who don't speak about hip hop artists and put it that way. Let me be more specific. Hip hop slash rap artists who do not talk about violence or materialism within their music. And they make great music. They make dope music. Again, I've reviewed a ton of artists like that within with, on this podcast alone. And that's just the podcast. My playlist. The stuff that I've been listening to for years. Older playlists upon playlists upon playlists. Over thousands at this point, could be in the ten thousands, but over thousands of music artists, songs, groups. That isn't about what you claim that you're done with now. I say that just to say, it's really all on you. You have me and you have other music reviewers who cover artists like this. But if you don't decide to go and check check out those artists and support those artists, why all I say this all the time at the end of my reviews, y'all check out the album for yourself. 
Not only because you should make your own mind up about what whatever album I reviewed, but because these artists, whether they're mainstream or not, deserve the support. Whether I like the album or not, they still deserve the support for doing what they're doing. So you choosing not to go check them out, that's all on you. Don't get mad at the artists. Or, the, or even the radio stations, for that matter. When you're still choosing to listen to the same type of rap music that you're now claiming that you despise. Again, I think that's another comment that people are just made because they're speaking emotionally. I think once they're there, they, it could be now, it could be some time later on, give it a couple more weeks or a month or so, they're going to be back to listening to the same type of rap music that they claim they, they hate it. Some of them might even delete the tweets and act like they never said what they said. I highly doubt any of them will come out and say, hey, I was speaking emotionally and I don't want to blame the entire genre to be done with rap because I like this music way too much for me to... Whatever the case is. And this isn't me on some I told you so type stuff. This is me as a hip hop lover. Even the ugly stuff, the stuff that I don't like, I still will defend and say, listen... There's a reason for that stuff. Uh, There's reasons for why that stuff exists. But just as much as there's stuff like that that exists, there's, there's stuff that is the total antithesis of what that style of rap is. Or what that, uh, uh, you know, again, yeah, that style of rap is. It's out there. It's not hard to find. I ain't, I ain't no damn, I don't have no internet archives or, when I do these reviews, I don't be looking through no archives. I'm not digging through crates. I'm not doing... Literally, it's YouTube searches, YouTube channels that I subscribe to. I follow the artists themselves, so I get my news from them, obviously, when they make announcements. And, heck, even some of these music blogs will will tell you, Hey, this is what's dropping now. It's not it's not something that if if I can do it it's you can definitely do the same thing. It's not something that is difficult. You just don't want to put in the effort to do so. You call the type of artists that I listen to boring and too preachy. And yes, at times they can be very both and I been very vocal about that on here and off the podcast as well. So I get it, but that's definitely not all of the music. You write off that entire genre because you've heard uh, artists or so and you they were too preachy to you or too boring to you. Or simply because not enough women knew who they were and because they because that artist doesn't attract a large female base. This ain't this music is is this music ain't gonna get me the bitches. If I turn this on, the bitches ain't going to come around. They ain't going to think highly of me. This is the mindset that y'all thinking. 
but then got the nerve to try to curse an entire genre of hip-hop and say, oh, I'm done with hip-hop. And by any means, if anyone is like, I'm seriously done with the, with the genre of music, so be it. But that's your choice. But my thing is, I don't like the anti-blackness, that the anti-black undertones, that is. And again, I also don't like you writing off an entire genre when there is clearly music and music artists both famous and underground artists who do not talk about the same exact hip-hop that you're claiming you dislike now. But you don't want to put in the work to do that. You don't want to be the one member of your friend group that doesn't listen to violent music or materialistic music. You don't want to be seen as a weirdo or outcast or somebody else because you listen to this artist or that artist and they're not talking about materialism or violent shit. This is all stuff that, at the end of the day, you can't blame hip-hop for. You gotta look within yourself. Now, there's another tweet that made a, that said that somebody said they would like to see a resurgence of native tongue-like movement. You know, Q-Tip and all those other cats. Uh, the Native Tongue Movement was just one of the, uh, my favorite movements in hip-hop history. If not one of the most fav- my most favorite movement or just sound in hip-hop. You know, it was a bunch of pro-blackness, all that other stuff, right? Someone said they would like to see a resurgence of that. Now, will I say that there are artists? Can I think of any artists right now, to be honest with you, who, who can even light a candle to that? I can't. But there are positive artists, are, are, are hip-hop artists out there. Talking about positive things, right? My, my response to anybody who makes a comment like that is, it's, again, it's your responsibility. You need to do do the due diligence of if you want certain type of hip hop artists, conscious artists, or just positive, more so positive artists to 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 get more fame, to be more uh, noticed. You have to expose people to that. That's another reason why I do this podcast. Exposing people. To the type of artist that I feel deserves more exposure. Again, now there might be times where I may where I review a mainstream artist who has plenty of exposure, but there are many reasons as to why I do this podcast, and one of the reasons being to expose people who are will, willing to listen to the episode or the podcast in general, expose them to this artist that they may not have known before. Expose them to this type of hip-hop or just type of music that they may not have been aware of before. You can do the same thing. You don't have to do it on a podcast form. You can simply listen to the artist. I'm going to just name one person. Lowell Carner, right? Just someone I recently reviewed and listened to, right? You can listen to a Lowell Carner, and if you feel Lowell Carner... And you're like, man, I believe Low Corner deserves more shine. You need to you need to do your own due diligence and tell your people about Low Corner. 
And if they feel the same way that you feel about Low Corner, then they're going to tell other people. And then, you know, it's, it's a domino effect. It's a snowball effect. It's literally that like that. That's how artists blow up in the first place. Well, at least most artists. Well, we like to believe most artists. You know, there are other ways artists blow up, but the most pleasant way somebody, anybody, music artist, podcast, whatever, the most pleasant way these individuals blow up is through word of mouth. It's through people checking them out and saying, I like this person. Let me expose my followers. Let me expose my friends. Let me expose whoever to this person. And then other people get more exposed to that individual. Then they start to tell their followers, friends, family, whoever. Simple as that. So if you are somebody that's going to make a comment like, I want to see a somewhat of a native tongue resurgence or just positive hip hop resurgence or whatever, conscious hip-hop resurgence, do your due diligence. Check these artists out. Whether I reviewed them or not, suggest them to me if you found people that you know I haven't reviewed yet. Because I would gladly listen to them and gladly give them, them a fair and honest review here on the My Two Cents podcast. But check them out and spread spread the word. That's how they're going to get more known. It's really that simple. It is really, really that simple. People just don't want to do that. And they overcomplicate it because they don't want to do that. Because again, it's, it's what will people think of me by listening to this artist? What will my peers think of me by me not listening to... The materialistic music we tend to listen to or the violent music we tend to listen to, right? I don't want to listen to that stuff anymore. Well, you're going to have to make a, a decision. Are other people's thoughts of you bigger than what you morally believe is, is, is the right decision to do? Or are you going to stand up and say, morally, I cannot listen to this type of rap music anymore and if people are turned off by it, so be it. That's a decision you're going to have to make. It's really that simple. <clears throat> now, I'm going to get into a break. And then we're going to discuss the second part of this, uh, of what I got to say about just this situation in general. Um... This is the part that will be covered more so on the Earnest Thoughts podcast. So, but I still want to say it here because, again, I think it's it's very relative. So, there's that aspect of it. So, we'll get into a commercial break and then we'll be back. Stay tuned. So, I don't just like listening to music with a socially conscious message. I like to talk about these things as well, and I do so on the Earnest Thoughts podcast. The Earnest Thoughts podcast is a weekly podcast, just like this one, where I talk about social issues going on within the world, going on within the United States, life in general, pretty much everything that's outside of music specifically, because I have this wonderful podcast for that. So if you want to hear my thoughts on anything outside of the music, 
check out the Earnest Thoughts podcast. You can check that podcast out and subscribe to it on the same platforms you're listening to this podcast. I appreciate your listening. All right, we are back. And this second part here is pretty much, as I stated before, is something that I typically would say for the Earnest Thoughts podcast. Um, but and I was going to initially. I was going to have these two talking points split. But I didn't want people to just, you know, like I said, I wanted to make it just another crossover episode. So people didn't have to listen to either of the podcasts just to hear the second part. So that's why you're getting both parts. The My Two Cents podcast part and the Earnest Thoughts podcast part. All in one segment, all in one episode of the respected podcast. If you decide to go to the other podcast, wherever you're listening to this segment at, and still listen, I greatly appreciate that, but nothing new is going to be said. Again, this is literally being recorded on the My Two Cents podcast now, and it's going to be re-uploaded to the Ernest Thoughts podcast, so everything is going to be the same statement-wise. There is one other topic I'm going to discuss on the Ernest Thoughts podcast, but again, that's a podcast, that's for that podcast, so... You want to hear what that other topic is and you're listening on the My Two Cents podcast, go over to the Earnest Thoughts podcast, subscribe if you're not, and uh, listen to that other topic and other episodes in general. Now on to the actual topic. I wanted to talk about the aspect, Lakeith Stanfield and other people who think that they say, they're saying something deep when they make stupid comments like this. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield, the actor, by the way, right? Um, made a comment about, and again, this was in in relation to what happened with Takeoff, which is why I'm talking about it um, in this episode. But he pretty much made the comment, we need to matter to us first. So people who are wondering what that means, I'll let you know what that means. Whenever you hear a black person say, Dumb stuff like we need to matter to us first. It's in response to the saying Black Lives Matter. It's in response to black people when we are vocally uh, angry or sad, disturbed about the killing of a black person by the hands of the police or by the hands of a white supremacist. Or, you know, just hate crimes against us in general, right? This statement Lakeith made, which he's made comments like this in the past before, so it doesn't surprise me, but it doesn't, it's still not a smart one. It was stupid when he first made it, and it's still stupid now. But it's, it's probably doubly stupid since he hasn't learned, because it's been some years since he first made these dumbass comments. And yet he still doesn't understand why these comments are stupid. But I'm going to explain once again. And maybe he's listening. Maybe he's not. That's why I made tweets about it as well. Because I knew not everyone who needed to hear this was going to listen to the podcast or even know about the podcast. But my tweets are open. My my page isn't private. Somebody, anybody can look up. You can do a keyword search and just end up finding my tweets 
if 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 the keyword searches whatever right or they can look up my name and find the tweets and it's done that and I do that purposeful now on to the comments we need to matter to us first let me ask y'all a question before I get into why I believe those comments are just problematic to say the very least right they're stupid. There, there are a bunch of other things I can say, but I'm just going to say problematic <laughs> for now. But back in 2020, when the Asian community was going through their abuse, right? Whether you believe it was staged or not, we're not going to talk about that right now, all right? But when they were going through their problems, did you see anybody of the Asian community come out and say, we need a matter to us first before we get a uh uh asian a stop asian hate campaign going and then a stop asian hate crime bill and all that other stuff before we get all of that going we need to stop killing one another we need to matter to us first no you did not you didn't see asian the asian community or anybody asian come out in fact the only time you saw asian folks because they were trying to paint that issue as it was a black people who was the main perpetrators of hate crimes against Asians. All you saw, the, the the only, I guess, out of the box comments you saw an Asian individual make was when they said, no, it's not black people that is hurting us. It's actually white people. It's what the stats, these are what the numbers say. That's the only out of the box comment that you saw about that. But even those comments, again, were not, let's stop hurting each other first, Asians. Let's stop hurting each other first before we, 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 we plead to everybody else to stop hurting us. No, that, you didn't see goofy comments like that. When the LGBTQIA community gets abused, right? When hate crimes happen amongst them, you know? When you see trans women getting murdered at the rate that they do. Have you seen any of anyone of the LGBTQIA plus community come out and say, we need to stop hurting each other first before we make comments and demands that people stop hurting us? No, you did not. No, you did not see the LGBT community say that. You didn't see the Asian community say that. You didn't see... Other communities say that the only community you see individuals make stupid statements like this is the black community. It's this weird thing where it's like we have to be, we have to be silent and accepting of the abuse that we take simply because we hurt one another. No other community does that. No other community has that mindset of let's be silent about the abuse we take from other people because we are violent toward one another. I've said it plenty of times on the Earnest Thoughts podcast. And for those who listen to Ernest on on, on listen to this on the Earnest Thoughts podcast, you know this. Proximity crime is what it's called. It's not called black on black crime. It's not called Asian on Asian crime. It's not called white on white crime. It's not called Hispanic on Hispanic crime. It's called proximity crime. People commit 
crimes against individuals that they're closer to. No one's traveling. Well, I won't say nobody, but the people who are committing these types of crimes, murders and robberies and stuff, they're not traveling hundreds of miles away to do that. Now you got the, the, uh, what's the dude name? The, the white boy that drove all the way to, to a BLM rally with the guns and stuff like that. You got people who do stuff like that. That's why I retracted when I say nobody. People actually do travel miles and miles to commit crimes. But when we're talking about it in this situation, we're talking about proximity crime. We're not talking about a race-based crime. We're talking about proximity crime. These same individuals who commit crimes against their own, if they were amongst other individuals in the same poor conditions that they're in, would commit the same type of crimes against those other individuals. Why? Because they're in the same proximity. Proximity crime. But anyone who has this idea that black folks need to just shut up about black lives mattering or just us being taken down like cattle simply because you have black folks who kill black folks and if you're seriously going to think that argument is a, one that is a sane argument, one, you cannot, it's, it's hard to believe that, again, you don't have internalized self-hate. And two, you cannot tell me that you're someone of any type of intelligence at all. You don't see other communities do that because that would be a stupid ass argument to make and other communities understand that. Don't don't think that the Chinese don't under don't know the crime rates that happen in Chinatown or just their areas in general, the Asian community, the Hispanic community. It's not that they're not doing the same thing the black people are doing to one another when they are in, again, close proximity. It's they know well enough not, not to make stupid ass comments like the comments Lakeith Stanfield made and others who agree with his dumb ass comment makes. We have to matter to us first. Now, that's not dismissing anything and saying that. Black people especially, we need to definitely value our lives. That's not to say that that's not a thing that we shouldn't do. Absolutely. But you can say that message without being super dismissive of black folks who say black lives matter. You can say that same message message without being dismissive of black folks who are vocal about violence being done to black folks by other people. You can literally say that same thing without being dismissive of anybody else's arguments. But these MFers can't do that. 
because of one or two reasons, or maybe both. They're internalized self-hate, or they're just really, really dumb individuals. Again, it could be one or the two, it could be both. With Lakeith, I don't know which, I think it's more so the latter. I think he's really not as smart as he pretends to be. He plays characters that are supposed to be super quirky and super far out there. And they think, and oh my God, he's just so weird, but deep and nah. It's just an idiot that says things that people haven't heard before. I never thought of before. And they're like, wow, that's something intelligent. No, that's something stupid. It's just, he was dumb enough to say it. And therefore, because nobody else is dumb enough to say the thing out loud, at least, it makes him look like a genius. And he's not a genius. Didn't want to go on and attack Lakeith Stanfield uh, rant, but it just happened. I just, it, it just happened. Guess that was just the Holy Spirit speaking through me. I don't know. But it just happened. And I'm not taking back any of the, what I just said, by the way. It happened. But comments like that really piss me off. Again, you don't see other groups saying stupid stuff like that. And for those who are going to say, well, I don't care about there's going to be black folks I already know. I already know what the counter argument is going to be. I don't care about what other folks are doing. I care about the black community. No, the hell you don't. Or you don't. You care more about what others think about us then you are you're, you're you're willing to admit. For one, when people make stupid comments like that, it just screams. You're embarrassing me in front of white people, or you're embarrassing me in front of others, right? When they make stupid comments like that. Two. These comments often are used by black folks who are trying to dog whistle to racist right wing individuals. People who don't give a damn about black people. People and these black folks with their internalized hate and their stupidity. Would rather have a pat on the head. From a racist right wing. Crackpot. Just to say, oh, he he's a he gets it. He gets it. She gets it. They'd rather get those type of statements than to care about the emotions and the feelings and the well-being of black people. You don't care about how we truly feel. If you really cared, again, you wouldn't make stupid statements like that. And like I said moments ago, you can easily say, listen, black people, I think we need to seriously have a discussion about how we treat one another. You can do all of that once again without being super dismissive of people who say black lives matter. People who are vocal about the violence from other communities toward the black community. You can do all of that. But they choose not to do so because they're bullshitting. They're lying. About how much they care about the black community, how much they don't care about white folks or non-black opinions. All of that just screams to me, like I said, 
you're embarrassing me or in front of white folks. You're embarrassing me in front of niggas ain't niggas are such an embarrassment. I'm embarrassed to be a nigga. That's what I hear when I see stupid ass statements like that. So nah, you're not, you're not going to convince me that a comment like this, we need to matter to us first. First? We need to matter to us first. How can anyone listen to a statement like that? And I'm going to end this really soon. But how can anybody listen to a statement like that and not hear, I don't give a damn about what Black Lives Matter says about Black Lives Matter. I don't care about other people making comments about uh, the, the hate that black people get. We need to shut up about it and continue taking this abuse because we abuse one another. How can you not hear a statement like that when you hear comments like we need a matter to us first? And once again, for those who are in denial about them claiming they don't care about what non-black people think about the black community. You don't see the very people that you want to get a pat, uh, pat on the head from make stupid ass comments about like that in their own community. You don't see, again, you didn't see the Asian community say that. You don't see the LGBT community say that. You don't see the Hispanic community say that. You don't see the Jewish community say that. It's only us. You don't see anybody, any other community say that stupid shit. It's only us. And that's an issue. And I just want to bring awareness to that. So that's that. I'm going to end off this episode of the My Two Cents podcast. Once again, if you're listening to the Earnest Thoughts podcast, I'll do a separate outro because obviously the outros are different. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, feel free to stop now if you want to, but I'm going to do the outro for the My Two Cents podcast. It's not as long as the Ernest Thoughts podcast outro, by the way. Anyways, this has been another episode of the My Two Cents podcast. Appreciate you for listening if you took the time to listen. Once again, rest in peace to take off. Sad news. Unfortunate. He seemed like a pretty cool dude. He... He just wanted to get money and, and, and live his life. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, folks said he was low-key. He stayed to him. He, he, he was cool. He was low-key. He didn't, he wasn't out here trying to be somebody that he's not. He wasn't out here trying to stun on people or just, you know, make, be, he just wanted to make his money and, 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 and live. And I don't under and I don't see why, you know, that would be a problem to anyone. Again, I understand that it was a stray bullet that hit him. So I get it. But 
sad nonetheless. It's sad either way. Rest in peace to him. And that'll be this episode of the My Two Cents podcast. If you have something you want to add about this topic or just anything I said, feel free to send a voice message or leave me a comment on Twitter or Instagram, both in the description box below. Let me know your thoughts about the situation, you know, whether you're a fan of Meagles or not. Um, I would like to hear your thoughts. Best prayers and wishes to take off's family. And, you know, let's continue living and loving, you know, there's that. Till next time, until next episode, you hear from me when you hear from me. Peace out.